This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Is artificial intelligence more creative than humans? It's a question that I think a lot of us think about, but we don't actually dive in very deep on it. So today, that's exactly what we're going to do. Thanks for joining us as we chat AI and creativity today on Everyday AI. This is your daily live stream podcast and free daily newsletter, helping everyday people like you and me not just keep up with the AI news and developments, but how we can actually use all these things in our careers, in our companies, and to grow. So I'm excited to have you joining us today to talk about if AI is more creative than humans. So as a reminder, if you're joining us on the live stream, first of all, thank you. Let me know where you're joining me from. I always like to see how many countries do we have tuning in with us this morning. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, don't worry. Check out in your show notes. Uh, you can drop us an email, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, or there's a link to join the conversation. Come in, uh, connect with other AI enthusiasts who are looking to grow. All right. So before we get into if AI is more creative than humans, let's go over what's happening in the AI news world today. All right. So NVIDIA is rising again. So uh, another strong revenue forecast has sent the chip makers stock soaring. Um, this isn't a new news story, but it is happening almost almost monthly. We see NVIDIA surging uh, after reports of their chip sales uh, and just, you know, no one can keep up with NVIDIA. Uh, it's no surprise, but it's worth noting again. All right. Uh, our next news piece, AI lost a court battle, kind of. Uh, so a federal judge here in the U.S. says that AI cannot hold copyright. Uh, I, I tell people this, expect this AI copyright battle to be going on the court in the courts and dominating headlines for months and years to come. Uh, if, if, if you're a newly graduated lawyer or a lawyer looking uh, to pivot, look into litigating AI cases, AI copyright cases. They're going to be everywhere. They are going to be, I think, uh, more commonplace than just about any other uh, court case. Uh, last but not least on our AI news docket, Meta is upping its translation game. So uh, they just released this tool. Hopefully I'm saying this right. It is seamless M4T. Uh, doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but the Facebook parent company uh, just released, like I think less than a couple of hour ago, uh, hours ago, a new AI-powered translation engine uh, that can more easily translate text-to-speech um, and text to text. So I think it's more than a hundred different languages. So, uh, I don't know, are people using Google translate? That's what I use. Uh, but maybe we'll be using seamless M4T, right? Again, doesn't really roll off the tongue. Let's, let's get ready. Let's talk about AI and creativity. Uh, I hope this is going to be a fun one, but first got to shout out everyone joining us. 
Thank you. Woozy Rogers joining us from Kansas City. Lisa joining us from Chicago. Thank you, Lisa. Michael from New Jersey. All right. Bronwyn, good afternoon. Joining us, I believe, in South Africa. Bronwyn, how you doing? Uh, May Britt from the Netherlands. Ashish from India. Thanks for joining us. Let's see who else do we got. Ellington joining us from Holland. All right. Brian, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Thanks for joining us. Val, good morning. Cecilia from Chicago. Rita from Boston. All right. Got a little of everyone joining us. So let's get back to that original question. Is AI more creative than humans? Yes. Entirely so. Uh, It's actually not even close. A little background first. A little background. I don't always do this, but I'm going to share. Uh, I'm going to share a little bit of of my background. So, you know, instead of saying, "Oh, Jordan, you're just you're just saying AI is more creative than humans," just because it's, you know, good good news talk for your show. It's uh, good commentary. Nope, that's not what this is about. So. Um, maybe if you're listening on the podcast, I think those of you that, uh, are joining live can see I'm not some, some young, you know, 19 year old who's, you know, uh, trying to jump on this AI wave. I've, I've been in different creative industries for 20 years. Um, you know, since, since I was in high school, I was working full time. I was working 35 hours as a journalist, as a 17 year old. Right. So that's a very creative field. I was, I was writing every day. I was helping design uh, the newspaper website every single day. Uh, I've, I've gotten into photography over my, my 20 plus year career. Uh, so photography, videography, graphic design, web design, uh, development. Uh, you know, you know, so so much of what I had to do um, over the bulk of my career, I was creating things. You know, I I helped create um, programs and events for Nike and Jordan brand. I had to think creatively all the time, right? On a weekly basis, I was thinking, how can we create something better than what we did last week or last month? You know, and, and oftentimes I was designing uh, creative around those things, photo, video, websites, illustrations, right? So that's, that's a little bit of background. Uh, you, you know, I, I want you to know I'm not coming to this, uh, to this conclusion, and we're going to share all those stats in a bit. Don't worry. Um, you know, there's always stats. You know, we always let the we always let the fact talks, but I will opinionate or I will opine um, on them. But my background is in creativity, right? For twenty plus years, I've been doing all of these things. I've spent tens of thousands of hours working on a variety of of creative projects, creative fields that now AI is better at. Right. So I think that there's been this, um, 
this way of thinking that there's two main areas, you, you know, when people say, oh, will the AI machines rise up and, and take over? Uh, you, you know, will they take our jobs? Will they do this? Will AI do this? Will ChatGPT do that? Um, it, I think it normally comes down to two different area or two different fields that people say, oh, AI cannot compete in these areas. They say AI is not empathetic. And they say AI is not creative, right? Um, I think the the empathy piece. I can't I can't really speak to that as much as I can to the creative piece. However, uh, you know there has been uh, plenty of studies um, in the AI field about empathy as well, right? Um, that's not what this show is about, but I will quickly. Uh, touch on that because there was a study that already came out and we've talked about this on the show uh, multiple times, but there was already a study that said um, after all these pop-ups, I'm just kind of sharing it on the screen here for those of you joining us live, Uh, but it already said, uh, the study said uh, AI has a better bedside manner than some doctors. So, you know, there's this study, they use ChatGPT um, versus traditional doctors. And uh, a lot of the participants and the respondents in this study said that ChatGPT showed more empathy than the doctors, right? So that's that's one study. All right. So before we transition into, yes, I brought facts. I brought facts this morning, y'all. Uh, but there's a couple couple comments and a couple questions, um, you know, from from our audience. So definitely want to get to those. But Dr. Harvey Castro joining us from Texas. Some call it a country. Absolutely. Val from Columbia. Harold joining us from Cincinnati. Josh. What's up, Josh? Uh, from North Carolina. Um, Cecilia had a comment here. Is AI more creative than humans because AI does not have the inhibitions we humans have? We hold back and are sometimes lazy. Yes. Um, Cecilia, that's that's a great point. Uh, I think when we talk about AI's limits or abilities in, in creativity, there's a couple of things. I think we have to talk about quality and quantity, right? Yes, we as humans can sometimes be lazy and we don't want to, you know, even the most creative humans don't always necessarily want to flex their creative muscles because it can be taxing, right? Um, so yeah, I'm definitely not, um, coming at this conversation from a way of, uh, quantity, right. Or the ability to be creative 24 seven, because I don't think there's any arguing, you know, humans, we need rest, uh, you know, being, uh, expressing your creativity, um, can be time consuming on a human, right? Not, not so much for an AI, you know, there's, there's so many, uh, different AI tools that we talk about on the show, we cover them that I think are extremely creative. Uh, ChatGPT, extremely creative. Um, Midjourney, obviously, the ability for to turn text into images, extremely creative, right? Um, and, and designs and illustrations. Uh, Runway, which we've talked about uh, a couple of times on the show, exhibits extreme creativity. Um, and, and I think the ability for runway, right? So being able to go text to video or image to video, and now you can go up to 18 seconds, right? And the quality is getting better and better, you know, week by week. 
It's another example of a tool that from a quantity standpoint, it is far beyond what humans can do. Quality, maybe not quite there, but it's getting there. But if we talk about uh, tools like, like mid-journey or output for mid-journey, I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Y'all, I, like, I've designed things. I've illustrated things. I've published my photography in, in newspapers all across the country. It's better. <laughs> you know, mid-journey, mid-journey is not only uh, the, the output is better than almost any photographer in the world because you can train it to be, but the quantity piece, Cecilia, uh, absolutely. Yes, Harvey Castro just said, talking about the uh, empathy in healthcare. Uh, thank you for that. I just want to make sure there's no other questions. If you have questions, let me know now because I'm about to drop just some stats and facts, right? Um, one thing, one thing I take a lot of pride in on the Everyday AI show, this is unedited. This is unscripted. This is live. This is just real, right? We're not trying to paint some pretty picture. I'm, I'm coming with facts, right? I gave you, I gave you a little bit of my opinion. Um, I gave you a little bit of um, my background so you could judge my opinion if you wanted to. But now we're going to get into facts. Uh, Dr. Rastafa, get us. Thank you for joining us. Um, yes, saying, what is the operational definition of creativity? Does it change with the context? Absolutely. Creativity and also even the definition of creativity is obviously in the eye of the consumer, right? People, you know, a hundred people could see two images and be split down the middle saying which one is, is more creative, right? Um, that's a great, uh, a great point, uh, Dr. Rastafagetas, that even the definition of creativity, right? Um, it can't, it can't necessarily be defined because it's extremely subjective in my, from my take, I'm, I'm going against, um, kind of this, this, uh, this narrative when people say, oh, AI won't surpass humans because AI is not creative. Um, mainly it's the people who say that, and it's, it's people who have large and strong and sturdy and rising platforms in the world. The people who are saying that I think do not fully understand AI. I'm not saying I do, right? I'm not saying I'm an expert on AI. I'm not, I talk about it every day. Uh, I've been using different AI and GPT tools for many years, more than probably 99% of the population, but I'm not an expert in AI. I like to tell people that. Um, there's very few experts in AI, but yes, the, even the definition of creativity, I think is extremely important. Uh, Woozy, Woozy has a great, uh, a great example here. He said, give me a pencil and I can't even draw a stick figure. Give me mid journey runway and Adobe. And I'm a one man marketing department for sure. makes me more creative. Absolutely. Yes. Um, that's a great point, you know, and, and for the overwhelming majority of people out there who are not creative or maybe only creative in one aspect. Maybe you're just a creative writer, but uh, you can't create visuals or maybe it's vice versa. Uh, the access um, and low learning curve of the tools, of the generative AI tools that we humans have available to us right now, anyone in the world right now can be exponentially more creative than they could two to three years ago, which is great. We don't really talk about creativity on the show a lot, but what, what, what Woozy said right there is, is so, so true. 
and so powerful. So if you are someone out there, maybe you're, you're joining us on the live stream, maybe you're listening on the podcast and you've always said, oh, I could be so successful in this role if I was only creative or wow, my company could grow if only I was a little, only if we had a, a, a you know, someone, a creative lead on our team. You have a creative lead in all of these AI tools that have a low learning curve and a very low price uh, as well. Uh, Ted, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. So let's get in. Let's get into these stats. I said that I would bring you some stats, some facts, and not just my opinions, but go ahead. If you're listening now, throw your opinion. Do you agree with me? Do you not? Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realize that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. I love, I love that this place is, uh, that everyday AI has become a, a, a platform for people to disagree. It's become a platform for people to, uh, communicate and to, um, build relationships. So let me know in the comments, what are your thoughts? Is AI more creative than humans? You don't have to agree with me. What questions do you have? Let's get to them quick, but those facts, here we go. All right couple of kind of famous studies now that I want to talk about. So that have looked specifically at creativity in AI. All right. So a very famous Stanford, uh, Stanford University study kind of tested humans versus AI and scored their creativity. So essentially humans, and we'll link to the study in the, uh, in the daily newsletter. So don't worry. I don't want to throw a study up on, on this screen and scroll through and bore you to death. I'm just going to give you the results. So humans scored a 78 in this creativity test from Stanford. AI scored an 87, right? Uh, let's just think of ideation and innovation. In the same test, AI generated a 32% increase in innovation in brainstorming versus humans. Guess what? Humans didn't beat AI in any of it, right? All right. Here's one from Adobe, right? Adobe obviously is has been one of the companies, probably I'd say one of the two or three companies pushing human creativity the most over the last you know twenty years. Uh, great, great question, uh, Dr. Rasfa. If if the study was graded by humans or AI. I believe it was AI. No, I'm kidding. It was humans. It was humans. Uh, just joking around there. All right. So the study from Adobe 
found that 74% of creatives believe that AI will significantly, significantly impact the creative industry, right? It's always, I think it can be difficult for people in the, in the, in, in any industry, let alone the creative industry to look at AI and say, yep, this is definitely going to impact us, right? Because we as humans are prideful and we like to say, ah, now nah, AI is not going to touch me. AI is not going to come for digital strategy. AI is not going to come for creative agencies. AI is not going to come for photography. 74% of, of professionals uh, surveyed by, by Adobe said, yes, it will. All right. I could go over these all day, these, these stats and, and facts all day, but I want to go to probably one of the more famous ones uh, that was grabbing headlines. And again, we're going to link to this in the, in, in the daily newsletter. So if you haven't already, which why haven't you? If you're listening on the podcast or the live stream, why haven't you subscribed to the newsletter? I'm actually curious. Let me know. But have you? Have you subscribed? Let me know. Uh, throw, throw a comment if you're subscribed to the newsletter. Do you like it? Do you not? Let me know. But the last kind of study fact that I wanted to throw, uh, to throw out there is that uh, this is from the University of Montana. And like I said, this one grabbed a lot of headlines uh, recently when it was released. But uh, they said in this study, that chat GPT essentially outperformed 99% of humans in terms of creativity and originality. Yes, you did not. That's that. That's not a misprint. That's not, um, not, you know, pulling, pulling the, pulling something over your eyes. 99%. Right? Is that is 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 that crazy to anyone else? Ninety nine percent that it said it was in the top one percent. AI is in the top one percent. Here it is on the screen. Um, you know, not making this up. It's in the top one percent of human thinkers on a standard test for creativity. So. What do y'all think? Right? Sometimes on the show, I, I, I talk so fast and I don't even think. Here's, here's what I'd say. Here's, here's what I'd say. AI is creative because it is trained, right? So whether we're talking about AI art uh, softwares like, like Midjourney, Stable Diffusion, Dolly, runway there's there's plenty of others it is trained on millions i mean m more than that i don't know the exact number i know that you know gpt4 as an example has 1.8 trillion parameters we don't know how many uh different art pieces as an example that um you know stable diffusion and midjourney and dolly and runway were trained on but i would venture to say it's many 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 millions we have fed these AI uh, programs the most creative works of all time. Essentially, every image that has been published on the internet, every video, every piece of creative work has already been ingested by the algorithms, right? So if we tell AI machines, yes, and if we train it 
over millions or billions or trillions of parameters and data points. I, I, I still don't understand how anyone can even make the argument that AI is not more creative than humans, than a single human. Because here's the thing. Think of the most creative person you know. Generally, they are creative in one niche because they're probably an expert in one thing. Oh, this is a professional painter or a professional photographer or an illustrator or just a creative thinker. Generally, they are very, very good at one thing. But if you sit sit me down, right? This is one of those things where I'd, I'd like to, you know, kind of prove someone wrong, but give me the world's most creative thinker and give, give me someone that really knows how to prompt with ChatGPT. I'm taking the ChatGPT person every single time in terms of ideating, creative thinking, strategic problem solving every single time. Because again, that's one person. ChatGPT has been trained on GPT-4 has been trained on 1.8 trillion parameters. And I will, I will say the same, even as a photographer, I've, I've, I've taken, you know, I've mentioned this probably more than 500,000 photos. I have DSLR cameras falling out of my closet. I've just, you know, I've been designing on, uh, Adobe creative suite since CS2, I think. So I don't know, 18, probably 18 years. AI is more creative than the most creative people out there. All right. I hope this was a helpful episode for you all. Maybe we ruffled some feathers. Maybe we uh, came to some, some, uh, some conclusions. Maybe we didn't. But uh, everyday AI is a place for discourse. It is a place to learn. It is a place to, to grow together. So let me know what you think. I'm going to be jumping into the comments right when I end this live stream. But please, if you haven't already, go to youreverydayai.com. Like I said, every single day we uh, break down uh, the podcast. Uh, you know, we usually talk to a guest every day, not today, but we have some other great guests coming up this week. But we break down uh, the podcast, the live stream every single day. We go over not just the news, but we go over literally everything else that's happening in the world of AI. We have a daily tutorial called AI in Five. Uh, we have something called Fresh Finds, where it's just a collection of everything interesting going on in the AI world. Um, you know, we run down the daily news in much more depth. So if you haven't already, please go to youreverydayai.com. Sign up for that free daily newsletter. And I hope to see you back tomorrow and every day on Everyday AI. Thanks. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.